the trophy that he has. I won that before I was even one years old at a, a baby pageant, like what competition. And I grew up in Reno, in Reno, Nevada. Kind of. That, that doesn't make <laughs> sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, in Reno, they're big on baby pageant. Yeah. They love babies in Reno, man. Well, I won first place, and the trophy says my name on it: James Venegas, uh, champion chubby. Champion, champion chubby. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 192nd episode of the Casa Inns Creation. I'm your host, Chris Deering. This is a show interview bands and public figures from the MathCore, MathCore adjacent community. Uh, if you enjoy this content, please like, subscribe, do all the things social. Every little bit helps. And feel free to join us every Sunday and Wednesday for the live cast where you can interact with the guests in real time. Uh, you can also subscribe to this channel for just five bucks to get access to the interviews before they hit YouTube and other streaming platforms, as well as get some exclusive emotes. You can also do that for free by attaching Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. So I've taken five bucks from Jeff Bezos' pocket and put end of mine uh without out of the way let me introduce my guest today who dropped their debut ep a stage and altar back on the third welcome in suplex how's it going hey good pretty sweet awesome awesome thank you for uh for joining me uh can we go around and uh tell us who you are what you do in the band i'm james i play drums alex i play guitar I'm Matt. I do the vocals. I'm Sebi. I play bass. Rodrigo? Hi. My name's Rodrigo. I play guitar. <laughs> <All right. laughs> the anticipation long awaited. Um so the name is a wrestling move, is that right? I was doing some some research. It seemed like that was it. It is. So like it's a wrestling how did y'all move? land on that? Uh Grab them and then you flip them. And then say, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we were like arguing true. about band names for a while, and this dude was just like, "I, I don't know, man. This is just like the name that hits me the hardest, man. I think we should just stick with it." Suplex hits. Rodrigo thought of Nice World, and uh, we chose Suplex, and then he changed his other band name to Nice World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so y'all were saying before we got started, y'all got started in 2018. I was going to say 2021. So how did the band come together? Um, a person yeah, I was dating at the time, oh. <laughs> you know, okay. uh, was telling me to hit up, uh, Matt because I was trying to learn how to scream like with better technique. And, uh, so I hit him up to get like screaming lessons and I showed up and he was like, Hey, uh, I don't really know what I'm doing, but we can like hang out and talk about music. So uh, we just like he showed me a lot of like math core bands. <laughs> Great teacher. But man. I wasn't I wasn't super into like hardcore at the time. But he just showed me a bunch of cool stuff, and I was like, dude, we should play music together. And he showed me some riffs, and I was like, yeah, dude, let me play drums with this, please. This is sick. <laughs> so uh, you were a teacher, uh, but uh, but it didn't didn't work out. Then I guess. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I saw I said just wing it. <laughs> I don't really know like um how to teach how to do it i feel like i can just go over like things that can help keep people's like throat safe but like when it comes to like which different palettes or fry screens versus like the other kind i don't really know like anything about that i just i've been doing it since i was 14 so i feel like it's just like a lot of years okay did you charge for this lesson or was this free Oh, it was free. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, he was a you gotta get some beer or something. Yeah. 
<laughs> so the whole band came together at the same time, or was it like about the about the? Uh, like... It was James and Matt, and then Rodrigo came in. There were other people at the time, but and then me, and then Sebi. So it was also like COVID was hitting, and yeah. we were like, dude, it's impossible to start a band right now. There's nobody's hanging out at all. But Rodrigo was in another band with me uh, called Hizzy, like a math rock band. And I was like, this guy's a shredder, man. We should try to hit him up to play these parts with us. And he was down, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you started out with your first, uh, the first single, um, which led in, it, this is actually on this EP. Um, how long did it take y'all to get the EP going? Because it seems like y'all were together for a long time. Uh, what is it like? God, five years to get this going? Yeah. Finished? God, man, for real. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, Matt had these riffs for a long time, even before that. I feel yeah. I don't know how long was it, Matt? Friction specifically, like the song The Friction of Existence. I wrote that in 2016. Jeez. So, like, there, there was a long time of kind of just like trying. I was trying to find like a group for a long time. And then, like, through James and Rodrigo, I was like, these are my guys. Like, it worked really well. And we became like super good friends. And then. Our buddy Eddie was playing with us for a little bit and he ended up leaving because he was like, the guitar riffs are getting harder. And I'm, <laughs> he, he just, he didn't want to, he didn't want to do it anymore. He's still great. He's a good friend of ours. But um, yeah, then. He just uh, lost the passion, I guess. Yeah. And Alex was initially on like, bass. acoustic stuff too. So Alex was initially bass. on bass, but he was so good at fucking guitar. Once Eddie left, we switched him over. And then, um, we were looking for a bass player because we really wanted to play shows. And Sebi saw us perform Don't Hold Your Breath actually on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, they had like a just like a video of them rehearsing it. A friend had shared their post that they were looking for a bass player. And I heard that song and I was like, that sounds pretty fucking sick. I'll, <laughs> I'll give these guys a, a try. And it worked out. Yeah. All righty. Um, so I guess like, the music style. Well, how would you describe your music style? Let's start with that. How would you describe it? Mathematical hardcore. Too, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, what did uh, Gabe call it? He was like uh, entry uh, level like math. math. Applied math. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not super complicated math rock, but okay. you could dab over a little bit. We, uh, yeah, I don't know. We just uh, kind of fall under that mathcore umbrella, but we definitely mix in a little bit of screamo and punk and kind of metal. So, like, there's a lot of different noises, but mathcore is generally the easiest way to describe our band. Right. That's uh, generally how most mathcore bands talk. Uh, <laughs> they just say, you know, mathcore because it's like the umbrella catch-all term. But uh, I guess I would call y'all, like, the post-hardcore version of Dillinger Escape Plan, I, I guess. is like That's sick. Kind of good. Um, <laughs> it, like if I had to guess your influences, I would say like Converge, Dillinger, Every Time I Die, but I'll, maybe Protest a Hero even. But also some of like oh, yeah. the old like screamo stuff, like Senses Fail, Cheetos stuff like that. I could definitely see some of like influences like that going in. Um, is, is that fair, or what would y'all's That's influences fair. be? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's about That's right fair. for sure. Okay. A any other influences I'm missing? What's like big for y'all? I, I can't speak so much. Yeah, yeah, that. Okay, I don't think much of the writing. Like drumming. Oh yeah. What's up? Sebi and I are big Mastodon fans. I feel like I get a lot of like 
the higher like things from Mastodon. Yeah, I love uh, Blood Mountain. There's definitely a lot of that going on in there. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you drinking that Mountain Dew? Oh hell yeah, man! We got Pitch Black. Fuck Still yeah. able to find it in <laughs> stores. I've never seen that before. Oh yeah, uh, limited only. I I thought that they discontinued it. Found three twelve packs in the store the other day. Hell yeah, that's a W. Hell yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah, I bought all three. You bet your ass. <laughs> Respect. Do the but, do. Yeah. But yeah, your uh your uh EP is very very solid. I was thinking, oh, this is crazy that this is just like the first release and this is like what they came up with. But you've been working on it for so long. Like, it makes sense it'd be a, as solid as it is. Uh, it's usually bands are, like, super unfocused on the first release, and you can go from song to song, and it's, like, completely different styles sometimes. And But y'all, it's like, y'all, like, have a very specific sound that you're going uh, It's not like it's formulaic or whatever, but it's, like, everything, like, the, all the songs work together. Does that make sense? Yeah. Was Is that, like, did y'all have, like, a sound that y'all were specifically going for, or did it all just kind of happen to fall into place, or how did that work out? I feel like when I like approached writing some of the songs and uh, James and I writing some of the earlier material together, um, I'm a huge Every Time I Die fan. Uh, I didn't want it to just sound as if it was Every Time I Die Worship, though. I wanted it to have like a uh, no strings attached to like what we can and can't do because you would never hear like them do like an emo section or a song that's like you know, like things like that. So I feel like it's just kind of like, you know, still kind of is every time I die worship here and there, but we have like a lot more wiggle room to do stuff um, that I don't feel like a lot of bands that fall under the every time I die worship uh, label do. So like basically just like a lot of like rock and riffs, but we're not afraid to get atmospheric and use like weird guitar pedals and like, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that, James? We had a, uh, we had, I think in the beginning we had like, I don't even know how many songs, like yeah, that's ten true. or twelve songs that we had worked on with me and Matt initially, and then we were like, all right, let's like as the band was more coming together, let's figure out which songs we would mesh well to like fit into an EP. Okay. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Just uh, get rid of them. Don't seem to work together. Yeah. That was a big thing, like with putting the EP t- together too, because we had like the six songs and we liked them all, but we like really like as we we're approaching the time to record, like really focused on like what order do we want these to go in, and then we always had that i uh, the idea of using like different like soundscapes and stuff. Uh, Alex did like a twenty minute just like noise session at the studio, and uh, our producer Sam Hammond. So like, shout out to him. He uh really also helped us weave like a thing that feels like a cohesive piece. And if you listen to the album, it really like the ending effects begin with the very first effects you hear at don't hold your breath. So it kind of feels like it goes in this circle. If you just let the album keep playing, it just kind of keeps happening to you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Was there anything that y'all were trying to put into songs, but you're just like, Oh no, that's not, that's not us. It's not our sound. Anything like that. Mm -hmm. All those um, things we just put them in there yeah <laughs> like happy accidents but like uh we weren't gonna do a harmony part in uh wallflower in the chorus but 
like day of i was like hey you guys like i think this would sound tight and we did it and we're like yeah we're lucky. yeah sorry, we'll right. stick with it yeah. and then the uh there's like a huge noise section like a minute and some change at the end of lock and key that we we're just like yeah we don't know if we want to do this but they're like yeah fuck it just like we'll just lean into it man okay Who cares all right yeah no rules i like it <laughs> um so uh the lyrics uh i'm assuming James handles all the lyrics, right? No, sorry, Matt handles all the all the lyrics. Uh, James and I both do the lyrics. Okay. Um, the lyrics for Lock and Key, James wrote all the lyrics to that, and the bulk of the lyrics for Don't Hold Your Breath, James actually wrote. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So y'all share it then. Um, so the lyric inspiration, lyrical inspiration, seems like it's uh, you have songs about like drug addiction. Uh, people that don't try at life, uh, regret a uh, song about regret and stuff. At least that's what I'm getting out of some of these. Uh, what would be the overall uh, lyric, uh, lyrical theme uh, across the EP? Um, I feel it's like, seems it, like it's been about like reflecting, yeah. like reflecting on what <clears throat> who we've been and who we want to be, kind of things. Hell yeah. Um, do you have any songs in particular that you feel super attached to or any, like lyrical passages? Uh, lyrical passages. You know, I mean, I, don't hold your breath, but sorry. Yeah, no, don't I hold your breath. Is, <laughs> um, yeah, don't hold your breath was like a huge reflecting moment for me. Uh, just with like addiction in my family is kind of what the song's about. And just like it feeling like being chased by it almost and. Uh, there's one line in particular that's like, I'll burn the bridge to the future and stand waving goodbye to my hopes and dreams. It was kind of just like, I needed to stop giving it so much power over me. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Well, uh, see here. So recording process, you were saying you did it with uh, Sam Hammond at Sonic Bloom Recording. Um, how was the whole process? Uh, I guess you were saying he was he was a great guy to work with. Uh, uh, how long did it all take? Um, did you do anything like unorthodox or anything like that? I'm not sure how long the guitar days were. I did the vocals. It was two. Was it two sessions? I think it was just two. Uh, and the most like unorthodox thing we did was uh, at the first chorus of Wallflower. Uh, you hear it sounds like I'm singing through like a telephone or whatever and it's because I am Sam had like an old telephone laying around and he went and cut a cable and like hooked it up and so that first vocal <laughs> you hear in the pretty chorus of wallflower uh, I'm singing through a telephone so that That's was really sick. fun telephone. and he, he was just so down he was just like on the spot he was like I'm gonna make a telephone mic right now that's so sick. I didn't know you could do that. Like, just turn it into yeah. a microphone. I mean, it makes sense. But, like, just yeah. in my head, I would never have thought about that. that that's sick. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm not sure. I didn't get to be there for all the guitar <clears throat> and drum days. But, yeah, I think mine was Wow, just my Yamaha it. was held in. <laughs> She's a finicky mistress, that Yamaha. <laughs> what, did it break in the middle of recording or something? Just kept getting out of tune. It's just an old guitar. Uh, so how long would you say the whole like recording process took? Like a week? Yeah, yeah, I think something like that. Like seven days in total or something like that. Yeah, but it was spread out over the course of a few weeks. Oh yeah, that's what's up. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so I guess all in all, took you like what four years to put the 
out then you would say overall i don't like thinking about that. putting it out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think in the four years we were doing a lot of new stuff not really trying to put stuff out yet we were yeah. just like dude it's fucking covid like we may yeah. never play shows again so like let's just fuck around yeah let's see what happens right like, different stuff okay. explore sounds yeah Okay. And then shows came back and we're like, oh, wait, we should record this. And then we did it with a buddy initially trying to do it live. And it was his first time recording. Oh, so no. we were like, <laughs> ah, dude, sorry, this isn't it. And then uh, our bu- another buddy of ours had been telling us to go to Sam for almost like two years now or something. He's yeah. been like, dude, you guys need to go there. Yeah. And we're like, no, we're good. We're good. And then we're like, dude, we just need to commit. Just go do it. Go do it right. You know? I mean, that we learned a lot from that first process. Yeah. We actually got a lot of... Uh, like inspiration from recording with our yeah. other buddy. So well, then you like I assume that's the first time that y'all actually like, heard the songs like in a recorded form, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah like yeah. little phone recordings in the room, yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming that that like gave you a, a bunch of a uh, uh, more insight into like what the final product was going to be like. Yeah. Skeleton, I feel like for sure. Yeah, because I mean we are fucking loud, so like it's really hard <laughs> yeah. to comprehend everything in the room while you're playing it. Yeah. Totally. So to like be able to step back and listen to all the details was, was nice for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, that's a, oh, what's up? That's also like where we got like a lot of the noise ideas from. Cause like we kind of just, for our live shows, often Alex and Rodrigo will like kind of free ball some feedback with some effects on it to like make these like crazy soundscapes. So when we tried recording the album first, like the first time around, like a lot of the sounds we um did try to like recreate in a way because we were like that was really fucking cool how did we do that mm-hmm. and yeah so it just kind of allowed us to like look at the things we really liked that were kind of experimental and like hone in on them oh yeah that's sick yeah. <clears throat> so the cover art which we have up on stream now uh was done by christian dagan is that how you say it i think it might be den Okay. I think the G is silent, but I don't know. I can't say with percent certainty. All right. Well, how did you find uh, Christian? Uh, Christian is a a homie of mine. We connected through Twitter. We're both like really into black metal and all that kind of thing. And I know he's a really good artist. Um, And so the like finding, like deciding on artwork and finding different artists, like that was definitely like a whole process with us. I feel like we all have like kind of different tastes or like we all like we can like Doesn't look at something and be like that looks cool but like making a decision seemed like it like just was not happening so i finally just like pulled up christian's page one day and i was like this dude has tons of sick artwork he's my homie let's just pick something that looks cool and go with it and uh yeah that's how we found the artwork it was something he had already done we kind of asked him to make some changes after the fact to make it what it is now uh, yeah. Well, uh, what were the changes and stuff? The background, like behind the mountains, uh, that skyline thing was a different pattern. Okay. And we saw like a pattern he had done on another piece he made. And we were like, we love this, but we want it to uh, be behind the mountains of uh, this picture. And he was super chill about it. He was like, yeah, dude, let's do it. And sent us the mock up and it, it looked sick. So, so all the main parts of this were like already there and you just kind of, you just bought a piece then. Yeah. Okay. Sick, sick, sick. Nothing yeah. wrong with that either. Like, you know, that's sick. I just thought that like, uh, an altar, a stage. And I thought the black box was like 
the altar or whatever. Yeah, that's why we chose it. We were like, it fits the it's perfect. Okay, okay, yeah. sick. All right, well, hey, there you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I like it too. I think it's sick. Uh, yeah, I made a good. Y'all made a good choice. Um, y'all also did a music video. What? Uh, uh, for don't hold your breath. Oh, not right there. There we go. And it's playing now. Uh, so you want, this is actually the first time I'm seeing this. I, f I guess I missed oh, it whenever it first dropped. So, uh, yeah, you want to explain what, uh, what's going on in here? So that's for James. Uh, I, it's, it's really reflects on the, the lyrics a lot. It was a lot of me, like just thinking about, uh, addiction in my family and stuff like that. And this music video is actually like kind of an, an nod to my mom who like deals with addiction still like affecting her um and to kind of show hope like even at the bottom of you know despair of giving everything away you can still find hope in like the people you're connected to okay the video I mean, there's there's a little part where he pulls out a locket of his mom who had passed away in this video and it's kind of like his last piece to like give up himself for the reward of money it, yeah like money addiction. shoots out of the box. Yeah. But he still dies. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Still die in the end. Uh so yes. we're seeing just the one guy now. Is that uh some one of your friends or Yeah. That's Darren. Our good buddy Darren. Okay. <laughs> He's in a band called the uh, Christian Slayer. They they rip super yeah, sick. sick. Okay, sick. Um James's house too. Yeah, it's my house right there. Oh, nice. He's wearing okay. my he's wearing my robe too. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything else you want to say about the music video? Yeah, this was our first video, and like yeah. a thing we've learned in this band is like we need to learn how to communicate with each other and like about ideas because I was kind of like in main control of the video, like pushing to make it happen. And towards the end, everybody's like, "This is kind of like a short film," and I was like, "That was kind of the vibe," and they were like, "I don't like it." <laughs> I'm like, well, why the fuck are you telling me like three days before it has to come out or something? <laughs> but then through that, I'm like the collaborating man, we are so stoked on the result. Yeah, uh, the, the video put it together, Mitchell man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Hell Swan Media. I recommend all yeah, all sick. people go to him. Oh yeah. So were the rest I'm of y'all wanting to do like a, a live like video kind of thing, or what was that you didn't I, like about this? More like pacing. It was like pacing of it. It was not like, especially with the oh. genre, you know, most of them were like flashing and quick shots and cuts and stuff like that. And it was kind of more slow moving. And uh, gotcha. okay. I was glad they, they pushed for it because it definitely, it definitely like gave it more life for sure. And it was before where it's at now. Like it was yeah. just at a slower pace before the changes we made. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a good situation. It was like too many cooks in the kitchen kind of, I don't know, made it that much better. So it came we just came at it from different angles and rocket ideas to the table yeah i like the uh, the editing and stuff that's happening in here like the a great <laughs> job nah for sure yeah, yeah he's amazing man dude, that's a yeah, lot he did a of good money. job like hearing what we wanted yeah dude <laughs> yeah dude it's like we bought a fucking that's, that's money, half money, half yeah. money. <laughs> i called up Kristen. he was like i got that math core money for you <laughs> yeah. my little mickey mouse that was just going in that box. Yeah, and we yeah. actually, uh, all of the items in the video are all from us. Yeah, our lives. I asked everybody to get give like sentimental things to put into the box. 
Oh, hell yeah. See, in the beginning, the trophy that he has, I won that before I was even one years old at a, a baby pageant. Like... <laughs> What the competition? And I grew up in Reno, in Reno, Nevada. Kind of. That, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in Reno, they're big on baby They love babies in Reno, man. Well, I won first place, and the trophy says my name on it: James Venegas, uh, champion chubby. Champion, champion chubby. <laughs> yeah. So it was like baby, it was the peak of my life, or the my highest achievement. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. That's hilarious. Holy so they have different categories so for like how fat you are, I guess, is what it is. Like, <laughs> I have no idea what it was like it was, man. Like, so I found funny. it in my mom's like storage box, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And she's like, "Yeah, you won when you were like not even a year old." And I'm like, "I'm keeping this for sure. I'm taking this with me." <laughs> it's fucking be weird. Be proud. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. We did all the sound too. Like even like the sound oh, yeah. design, like Darren's footsteps or my footsteps that we recorded with Sam, and we did all these cool glitchy like B-roll from the record we put into this music video. So it's just all like this organic, like came from us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't know there were any like. like it was just probably the song stopped, but the song just stopped like as you were saying that. So yeah. okay, I, I totally see. What That's fucking cool, man. Y'all put a lot of effort into this, and it shows. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, definitely. I was just like, I'm going to go hard as hard as I can with like the concept and like trying to plan out as much as I can, but I've never done it before. So it was like picking up pieces as we're going to like, oh shit, we should do this. And oh shit, we need to wear this. I like this shot at the end of it going up into the sky. Uh, I guess you own a drone or something. <laughs> yeah, Mitchell it. does. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, we kind of wanted to show a little bit of Santa Rosa, which is kind of a nod to where we are. Yeah. No, it's just a cool fucking shot, man. That's a good way to end it. It, it makes it look super that. professional. Like, y'all probably spent a lot of money on it, is what it is. Yeah. He probably spent a lot of money on that drone. Yeah. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Charging what he charged us. <laughs> yeah, he hooked it up, too. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah we've had a lot of people supporting us. And, like, I think that's also why we've been able to have, like, quality stuff. Like, because people are just trying to hook it up. And, yeah, we have a great community here, man. Just supporting each other and giving each other a boost when we can. That's what's Try to help and make our creativity like to the best of its ability. All the support we've gotten is crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so y'all have any future plans? Any uh, touring plans in the works or anything like that? Actually, I'm going to say here first, I'm quitting the band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? It was a good no, one. We... I saw it coming. <laughs> mile away. <laughs> Uh, we got some stuff coming up. We have a uh, weekend tour booked for April. We're going to uh, Nevada City Nevada and Reno. Reno. Um, we definitely want to make it up north, to, up to like Portland, Seattle this year, and possibly down south to like LA, uh, Vegas, and stuff like that. But uh, we're trying to just pace ourselves. Also, we've only been playing shows like locally for a year, pretty much now, and like we kind of want to get some bearings under us of like, you know, what we can handle financially and like physically with each other. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, y'all haven't been on tour in the past or anything then, or done like any like outside gigs and shit. Uh, yeah. we, we did a couple gigs in Oregon about a year ago. And okay. 
outside of that, it's pretty much just all been local or like Northern California. What was that spot? John Henry's in Eugene is the oh, best that, that place. Yeah, that place fucking. John Henry's is the shit. It was, yeah, like, uh, it was like a sold out show, and I was yeah. like, "What is happening?" South Lanes. It's so yeah. sick. It's fucking awesome. Really? Huh? I guess like yeah. a DIY spot or whatever. If it was like no, it's like, like a, a pretty big venue. Just a bar that's doing that? That's crazy. Okay. Because usually bars, like, bar. the first time you play at a bar, it's usually, like, not great or whatever. But a DIY yeah. show has, like, a, a built-in audience, usually, like, around, like, the yeah. house or whatever. Yeah. So that's uh, cool. It was uh, Confluence and uh, Southtown Lanes that we played with, too. And it was Confluence's first show. So a hell of people came out to support them. And then it was Southtown Lanes' first show back. Yeah. They, had, oh, they okay. had kind of split up for a little while, and then they came back. Okay, so and you, I was a you huge guys found a really good them. show then. Okay. Yeah, we lucked out for sure. Oh yeah, that's what's up. My voice at the South Town Lanes. That uh, leads into uh, my next question: What's the best show you guys have played? Our release show for sure. Yeah, our release show last uh, weekend. That was was great. Fucking amazing. This fantasy shit. Yeah. Well, tell me about it. Surfing and stage diving, and it was cool. Yeah, you know, like we start playing and Rodrigo gets picked up by a friendly giant. <laughs> just right away. He like starts playing and the guy just like picks him up and carries him away. <laughs> He's got wireless gear, so yeah. like, crowd surfing, playing, that's awesome. That's yeah, it was uh, so many people, like like a lot of homies too, which was fucking tight. Just coming in like going hard. They were just like screaming along to lyrics and fucking moshing and shit. Yeah, I've been playing a music, like playing music since... I was 14, but I've never seen that many people know the words. Yeah, it's that was trippy. like a really cool thing to see. That's sick. How did they figure out the words and stuff? Do you have physicals? I didn't even see any CDs or they anything. Spy yeah, on the, us. the tape. Uh, the tapes have all the lyrics inside them. So, oh, I guess they could just figure it out from Bandcamp or something then. Or? I yeah. think they're on Bandcamp too. Yeah, okay. on Bandcamp. <laughs> Okay, well that's sick that you had so many people that like knew the lyrics and. Sh- uh, yep. I guess it was like close to a sold out show if you're able to like do a bunch of like uh, crowd surfing and stuff too. So, that's fucking sick. Ready, just it like was- crammed forward. <laughs> to it, was, it was just a couple really strong guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> people up left right. Typically, the guy giving them uppies or whatever just going around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dusty, was, uh, Dusty was the uppies giver. <laughs> our fr- our friend Dusty. Dusty was there, and I feel like he's always the first person to pick somebody up and be like, "We're going to the sky now." So, shouts out to Dusty. Yeah, Wherever he drinks he Windex. Was, he does drink Windex. In the audience, he Windex. What the fuck is that? Where his power comes from? <laughs> That's That's I saw that video. <laughs> uh, so, what's the worst show you guys have played then? That same show, those people, man, worst people I've met in my life. Also, <laughs> they, they, they picked us up and then slammed us on the fucking ground <laughs> and took a turn. They took the suplex thing too, literally. <laughs> now, uh, the work show was before we went up and did the Eugene in Portland show last year. Yeah. We did like a little kickoff like show from Santa Rosa at the Whiskey Tip, um, and we're supposed to play outside, which is normally where they have like their best shows there we played outside a bunch of times there it's always really good uh but we played inside because it was raining um and they didn't have the speakers on and they didn't tell anyone and then like the wireless was feeding back and then alex's shit broke at some point so it was like it was just 
a nightmare of like bad sounds and people standing around waiting for us to play while we fixed things. Yeah. Right. So it, was a, it, was, it was a frustrating. The walls in there out. are. The walls in that place are metal too, so the sound is just fucking bouncing around. <laughs> And they have like three TVs in there, and they just left the TVs on. Yeah. So like, I'm looking at the crowd. There's like a handful of people there, and they're all looking at the TV. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. This sucks. This is not really helping us right now. <laughs> it's funny when you play shows that they set it up, but then when you get there, you find out like, oh, I'm setting this all up essentially. Yeah. They just <laughs> hand it off to you. Like, do you have a PA? Do you have like, oh, I guess we're setting this show up right now. Like, hey, can you can turn you off the house together? music, please? Like, I feel like yeah. that could be an obvious one, but can you just turn it off for us? That'd be awesome. All right. You'd be surprised how many times you have to ask that whenever, whenever you're out on tour and stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> Another show that wasn't bad, yeah. but uh, in regards to PA stuff, we played uh, Shady Oak, which is like a uh tap room around here they're super cool shows there are normally pretty pretty tight but we showed up for a benefit we were playing and i couldn't find a sound person so i walk up to one of the people that works there i was like hey do you know if we have a sound guy tonight and she just turned and looked at me and said yeah you (laughs) and i was like all right cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah but gabriel and james this shit helps (laughs) yeah yeah it's just like fine where the mics are, where they're at, cool. If we need to turn it up, we'll turn it up later, but yeah. 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 Actually I had another uh good show too that we played. Uh in San Jose. Um before our hometown show. We had no idea what we were getting into, man. We were like show up and like, oh shit, this is a basement with uh, all the windows broken basically. <laughs> yeah. And uh I mean no offense to the guy. I don't know. It's, it's like bathroom was fucking <laughs> Right in the middle of downtown San Jose, yeah. things get a little hairy down there sometimes. Most yeah, he was living in there, to be honest. But yeah, I mean, you know, you <laughs> do what you can. There and was the, beer cans, so, so like, many beer cans everywhere. It was insane. Yeah, there. A guy almost fought me because I was trying to save a space for one of the other <laughs> band's band. And I was not that guy at all. So I was just fucking <laughs> paranoid the whole time. He was backing his truck into me, and I'm like, hey, I come here. And I was asking him, like, hey, sorry, like, I'm trying to save space for my friend's band to park here. And he's like, oh, I usually don't let people tell me where to park. I'm like, oh, well, (laughs) I'm not flexing or anything, man. Like, it was really interesting because I realized, like, I haven't been in this, like, dynamic in such a long time that someone coming at me just like, well, your head went there. Like, okay, we'll do whatever you want to do, man. So I'm not going to fight you. Chris, I just realized I had your Twitch stream going on at the same time. So I've been like straight zooted. It sounded like chaos. It sounds like there was a slapback. I just figured out how to turn it out and I've retained my sanity. That was one of the most oh, tricky experiences. It was just like, what am well, I you kept it together, man. You did yeah. a good job. I was wondering. Uh, I was surprised you, you didn't like say any anything then about like the audio or whatever. Yeah. But hey, all right. I was just like, oh, this is just what it sounds like. Everyone's rolling with it. But I was just like, I'm going to draw 30 space cars right now. I feel yeah. insane. That's funny. Well, welcome back, man. But uh, anyways, that show, <laughs> the show sounded good. Yeah, that's the, the, the show was tight. They had, uh, I think, the same lights that you had. The the uh, React sound. Okay. It was in a basement, and it sounded really good in there. We were surprised, dope, dude. And yeah. yeah, people were going getting wild with us. It was tight. That last band, uh, uh, what is it called? It's like an 
it's not like EDM, but oh, it's, it's like, like hyperpop. hyperpop. We played it as hyperpop sweet. artists. So tight. Oh, nice. uh, Emo Teggy and uh, Juniper Fields. Yeah, they're dope. Great energy. That's sick. I, I'm starting to get into all that kind of like uh, uh, hyperpop, cyber grind type of shit or whatever. Uh, it's still still kind of new to. Some of it feels like that too. <laughs> uh, so you guys have sweatshirts, t-shirts, cassettes, and stickers are on your Bandcamp, uh, suplexca.bandcamp.com. Did you have any physical? There we go. Okay, we got some stickers. Alrighty. <laughs> yes. Our logo too. That, uh, is that what it is? I think I'm doing that right. Just the S. James's little hands. We're goofing the little. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got these T's. It might not come through the camera too well, but here's one of the T's. Okay. Yeah. Now you can see it. Yeah. And then we got these dope crew necks. Hell yeah. yeah you don't see too many bands selling sweatshirts. It's an interesting choice. Why not just go with a hoodie? Uh, I don't know. Crew necks are nice. Yeah, man. <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, we were just like, eh, it's like right at the end of, of winter here. We better just like warm some people up. I'm sure people want, want a new sweater. Sometimes hoodies give like the Batman effect, you know, you're just like boxed in there and you want a crew neck so you can just move your neck around, you know, and see what's around you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or like you have a <laughs> cool hat so you can show off your cool hat. Yeah. You can show off your cool hat like Rodrigo yeah. is right now. Yeah. <laughs> this or is like my mullet and hide the uh, mullet. Uh, beanie. <laughs> like a wizard <laughs> scarf you know or something See, Rodrigo I also looks feel great. like <laughs> I feel like people with long hair like crew necks I like to wear crew necks because like hoodies will bundle up my mullet and I'll end up with like a huge knot in the back yeah. mm, so I'm like okay. crew neck I don't gotta worry about that okay okay that's fair a lot of our fans have mullets so <laughs> yeah Okay. We'll have hoodies soon, man. We'll have hoodies in the future. I didn't win for you. <laughs> nope. Uh, so yeah, I guess we could end this with uh, your album of the year for last year. Oh jeez. Uh oh man, there's so many good ones. What do I want to say? I'll go first. So I am also is not very math core of me, but I'm a huge country fan. Okay. I like country music a lot, and uh, Kelsey Ballerini has just been blowing my mind. I think that album came out last year. But I'm not much of a country I person, so I have no idea who you're talking about. But hey, <laughs> yeah, it's all that, good. That's no, no, I'm sure a lot of us are really, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm in an all country band. That's oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Gorilla Toss, uh, famously alive. Sick, like noise rock record. Hell yeah! No, Gorilla Toss is dope. I actually didn't know that they dropped something last year. Uh, definitely gonna have to yeah. check it out. Gorilla Toss, if you're listening to this, Gorilla Toss for salad, and please play with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'll probably there's. I have a list of like 23 different things, but I'll say uh, Greg Pusciato's uh, record Mirror Cell was really good. And the Callous Cowboys, Celebrity Therapist. I probably listened to those two the most. Oh, yeah. Definitely bangers. 
my favorite was the album oh. Tienes que Luchar by the band Vortice from uh, Chile. They're a really cool uh, heavy metal band. Okay, okay. By heavy metal, do you mean like traditional heavy metal? Or? Yeah, like straight up. Like it sounds like it's from the 80s. Oh, that's yeah. fucking sick. Okay. Oh, cool, cool. And it's the standalone to Mana, Megadeth T. That album's sick. I'm sorry, one more time. You were cut off in the very beginning. Alone to Mana, uh, Megadeth T. Okay. Still cut, still cut off. Cool. Try it one more time. Try it one more time. It's like the very beginning of what you're saying. It's cut off. Some Anna. Shutting up. Oh, Olo Tamana. Olo Tamana. Okay. Megadeth T. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Megadeth okay. T. The <laughs> <laughs> phone's like. Have, uh, what? What are you saying? You talking? Oh, my bad. <laughs> I have seen Oh Lonesome Anna live. They're super good. If you like, like singer songwriter type music, it's really really good. Okay. Um, anything else you guys want to say before we head on to the outro? Hey, yeah. Anybody trying to roll through uh, Northern California, hit us up. We would love to play with you, or possibly help set something up. We're trying to get more shit going here, especially in the math core. Luckily, we've had like a really supportive metal scene that's been awesome. Yeah, but I'm trying to help spread the love of mathcore around here. Hell yeah! So, um, so if you like if you like mathcore and you like post hardcore, you need to check out a stage and alter the debut EP from Suplex, which dropped back on the third. Uh, y'all are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Bandcamp, all the cool places. Any cool? Any links or anything like that that I'm missing? Well, Bandcamp and uh, yeah. Instagram. Instagram for now. Alrighty, we got we got the link tree on Instagram. So oh, do you? Anything okay, sick. Anything we're forgetting there? I think it has like uh, it has our release performance from Santa Rosa, which is tight. So mm-hmm. if you weren't there, you can watch that. Also, uh, it's got like our links to like Spotify and Apple Music and YouTube Music and everything, so you can listen to our record wherever yeah. you're at. Alrighty. Um, as for my, cha- as for me, drop my channel, follow so you always know when I go live. You can also sub to get access to the interviews before they hit YouTube and other streaming platforms, as well as get some exclusive emotes. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. YouTube folks, if you enjoyed the video, please drop a like, tickle the notification bell. Don't forget to subscribe. It's a great way to support me for free. Check out my music, The Sound Ends Creation, at thesoundandscreation.bandcamp.com. Got a big tour of the Northeast, uh, starting on the 24th. Uh, go check out dates and stuff. Uh, it's a long one. Uh, my next guest is sleep sculptor who is going to drop their new album divine recalibration next month i guess they pushed back the date uh join us this wednesday the 15th for the live cast uh thanks for being here y'all hope you had a good time oh yeah you too dude we had a great time thank you and thank all of you for watching and listening